This is the hardcore icon, Just Incredible, and you're listening to the Three Count Podcast. Now that's not just the coolest, and that's not just the best, the Three Count Podcast. Well, that, my friends, is Just Incredible. Welcome everybody now to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Into the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. That's right. This man who leads you up that mountain called wrestling. You can call me your Sherpa. You should call me your Sherpa. Actually, you should call me your great Sherpa because I keep bringing you guys all these awesome interviews. But it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring because you got to find a Sherpa out there who's been there, done that, and probably can do it more efficiently than you can. So like I said, it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring. So this person right here, she is the co-founder slash booker of HWT. Welcome her here. Her name is Morgan. Hello, hello, hello. I am super hyped having you on our show. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Yes, yes, yes. So we met a couple uh, back on September 11th, actually, um, a part of HWT, as I mentioned. And I have to say, like, we've had, like, so many conversations, like, before the shows, right, that genuinely I was like, I cannot wait to get here <laughs> and work. <laughs> It was a lot of fun having you there. That's for sure. You were you were a very big asset asset for us that day. Yeah, and and genuinely, like once you know, I know I said it on the show. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Thank you just for having me on. It was just a, a lot of fun. Well, you're welcome, and and you showed that you had heart. That's why I put you in the next you know four way match for that title. Yeah, so if you guys don't know, go check it out, youtube.com. Go check out Hostile Wrestling Takeover, and that's where you're going to see your boy putting down the victories because that's what happens. But I have more important questions to ask. First, Morgan, who are you? Well, I'm Morgan LaFay. Um, I am a founder and also, as you call the booker of Hostile Wrestling Takeover. I've actually been in the business for 15 years now on and off um so I, you know i i like wrestling i shouldn't say i like it i love it because if i didn't love it i wouldn't be doing what i'm doing so <laughs> and you've been through like so many different facets of like each generation and just like each era that's kind of come before and so you've seen like all the transitions from it right so i'm very yeah. curious like how did you get into wrestling it's funny that you say that because my ex-husband was getting into it and he's like, hey, babe, let's, why don't you become my manager? I'm like, okay, no problem. So I started doing the managing thing and and then I had another person say, well, you should be wrestling along with everybody else. You're really good. You listen well. And um, you just need to be in the ring. So that's when I started to really um do my my fair share of bumping and grinding in the ring kind of thing <laughs> it's funny because like I cut that promo like and, and the fun to so full transparency right I was at Chaz's wedding 
Um, he's the, ho- the host of our debate show. So Match has his wedding and I was like, I want to cut this promo, but I got to do it in like the most comedic fashionable way. And I'm in a tuxedo and there's no way I'm not going to cut a promo <laughs> in a tuxedo. And I did it in a full British accent. And then like, then you came to me and I was like, I immediately feel terrible about this, but I know this, I know this promo is like hilarious. I was like, I just didn't have the, the wherewithal to be like, you know what? I I probably shouldn't do this. (laughs) You know what? It's actually kind of funny that you said that because, um, I was look as I watched it, I was like, oh, he's trying to be a James Bond. Where's your girl's James Bond? You know, and it's nothing bad because you actually did a pretty good accent. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're I, welcome. <laughs> but I was like, oh, because like I love Wade Barrett, right? So Stu Bennett, and um, like listening to him talk, I was like, I feel like that's something that I could like pull from. And so like I watched, I don't know, I've watched endless promos of Stu Bennett, and I was like, oh, right just trying to practice like getting it down right and so every once in a while when people would be like what's wrong with you I was like I'm afraid I've got some bad news for you <laughs> so it turns on I could turn it on and off but yeah Wade Barrett was like the whole inspiration behind why I even started to try British accent <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's actually kind of funny because um somebody's like oh what are you trying to be Sean Connery I was like um no he's actually Australian I'm British hello (laughs) and they're like oh what's the difference I'm like there's a big difference if you listen to how he talks and you listen to how I talk there's a very big difference (laughs) (laughs) yes yes there is there's there's a massive difference uh just Just a little bit yeah I mean just even between like the island like the islands in the UK like you can definitely tell like between like Britain and Scotland and Ireland and even North Ireland I know and then Wales like they all they're all different there's no you got to get an education okay just because you live in America does not mean that everybody knows what you know and clearly that person has no idea what they're talking about (laughs) exactly I was like whatever she goes what what's what, what's this mean what's that mean I'm like I'm not gonna tell you what wanker means not gonna tell you if you don't know I'm not telling you she goes well what does bollocks mean I said bollocks means what what the hell oh bollocks you know come on I, I know that Americans have different lingos than us but yes. hey we're all we're all together regardless so you said you've been in the, in in all facets of the business and even as a manager I'm very curious though what's been like one of the worst bumps you've taken actually it was it was really funny because I trained in what they call a low boy and my trainer at the time did not tell me oh you've got to exhale as you hit the the mat I hit that mat and I'm like <laughs> and he's like Oh, I forgot to tell you, you've got to breathe out. I'm like, you prick. <laughs> now you tell me you've got, I'm telling you, um, I hate working in low boys because it's very, it's not very giving. Mm-mm. Um, no. And it's, it's really bad. I, I mean, I've worked in low boys. I've worked in uh, 16 inches, uh, 14 inches, 18. It, it, the bigger the ring, the, I mean, the cushioner it is. I'm just going to say 
<laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. And then the one thing I definitely love about everybody's ring, regardless of where it's at, is they're all different. Like, and it right. was something like me and a couple other fellows have always talked about is that like, you know, you should go around and test the ring because sometimes, you know, one top rope may be lower than what you're familiar with. So like, if you hit it and you hit wrong, you're going to feel the whiplash and you should be testing those rings out. So everybody's always telling me like, you know, slap the ring, see how it sounds and then get in, hit the ropes a couple of times because everything feels different. And I realized that when I was like, I was at one show in Pennsylvania and I was at their ropes and I was like, oh, this rope sits a little low, like on the top rope. So I had to like arch my, you know, lower down a little bit to hit it right. And then right. another, the next day I was at training and those ropes were hitting me just normal. And then the next day I was at another event and those ropes, like the middle rope was really, really tight, but the upper, the uh, top rope and the bottom rope were super loose. And then the mat was stiff. Oh my God. And- well, another thing with that is that a lot of people don't realize that all rings are also done differently. Underneath, if you actually sit there and watch the rings being put up, I've I've wrestled in rings where it's got the slats side to side and it's got them vertically. It's all it's all crazy. But the ring you were in on on September 11th was um, Troy and Mark's meshes. Um, ring and I absolutely love their ring yeah I did like one of the ways I test out everybody's ring is I hit a dojo bump and Uh like that was the first like I went through and did a dojo bump I hit the ground I was like we're good let's go (laughs) let's go bumping this all day (laughs) right it's like bumping on a a big cloud of pillows right (laughs) it's funny because like my daughter wanted to learn how to bump for the first time and full transparency on a couple couple days ago and uh we had her bumping on 16 inch mats right because you know obviously she's young I don't want her like right you don't want her to hurt herself right and she so crazy thing is that she hits like a perfect handstand bump weird and we saw her do it like numerous times and so we have whenever guys come to like new kids come to the ring they're like we can't do this I was like I bet you I could find one person out there who can and we'll show you how to do it perfectly. And they're like, show me. And I always pull my daughter into the ring. I'm like, hey, oh, show me your handstand bump. And she does it every single time and falls the same way. And everybody- Is she in gymnastics at all? No. Really? Wow, that's quite impressive. She just has this natural ability to be able to do this. She's really good at it. And it's thrown us all off. We had no idea that she could do it. And um, yeah, so all the kids will be, I was like, look, if she can do it, y'all should be able to do this too and then then you start seeing like and then you'll start seeing like hit their handstand bumps like perfect right. Like, all right that's that's what it is um so we talked about one of the worst bumps about exhaling that is important <laughs> exhale what's about one of the hardest times you've been hit um i would actually have to say it was against um a young lady that was, um, she was a Latina and um, she actually kicked me so hard that she left this humongous bruise on my hip. And I'm like, okay, there's a way to do it. And then there's a way to do it. I'm like, the way you did it was like, I owed you money or something. And you literally, literally were kicking my 
the shit out of me. And I'm like, what did I do to piss you that off that bad? And she's like, oh my God, did I really hurt you? And two days after the mat, after the, the show, I literally had this thing on my hip and I'm at the gym and I forgot I had shorts on and this guy goes, did your boyfriend kick your, kick your ass? And I was like, no, why? And he points down and I was like, I did not, it, no lie, it was as black as my mug. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I've been hit pretty bad a lot of times, but this one really caught me off guard because I'm like, she was hitting me, but the way she was hitting me, it was just like, mm. you, you would think it would be something like this, but no, it was like, <laughs> like, okay, did I owe you money and you not tell me? I'm sorry. You know, it's kind of weird, but I mean, you're going to get some of those workers out there that that have a vendetta and it's not, not, it's not against you per se, but they're going to take it out on you. Yeah. I've, I found that out. Some people out there know what happened. <laughs> we'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about um, what's been like one of the hardest lessons you've had to learn being in, being in the sport as long as you've been in. Not listening to those who have been in longer than you have and giving you the proper um, etiquette on how to do things and um, basically just shut up and listen. I like that. I like that a lot. That's it's important that we just. <laughs> well, the thing is, is not everybody is going to train you the same way. I've had three separate trainers in my time. Two trainers taught me a lot of good things. And then the third trainer taught me a lot more than I actually really thought I would be able to do. And um, a lot of people don't also realize is, you know, you hear people say, oh, well, wrestling's fake. No, it's not. It's a contact sport, just like boxing, MMA, or any of that. It's a contact sport. And you have to be able to um, entrust your opponent that they're not going to hurt you, that they know what the hell they're doing. And sometimes you, you get men or women it doesn't matter that don't they say they know how to do it but they don't do it and it's it's absolutely bollocks for the simple fact that stop watching wwe uh y2k video games because that's shit if you're not gonna learn to do it don't do it because if you hurt somebody not only are you messing up their career but it's also going to make you look like an absolute ass because people are going to say, well, they're not going to work you because one, you're too stiff. Two, you don't know how to work your opponent. That's why shut your mouth, do as you're told, not as you think you should do. Yeah. It's funny. Cause like I, I, you gave me like what well, was between you and and Gabby Gilbert at the show like like I just I felt like I soaked in like so much knowledge just behind the scenes right and and full transparent we be full transparent um 
one of the things that you talked about was like while we we're in the ring and we were talking about the title and, and debuting it right is that I wasn't showing enough facials and it's something like I took to heart because I was like oh that's something I really enjoy doing was like being like animated and super hyped but I guess I, and at that time like I just wasn't thinking about it but like when you pulled me to the side and you had to talk with me afterwards it's like yeah I was like she's 100% right like you like if you're getting coached, like do what you're getting coached. And I, so since no, I, like, since then at the last two shows, like four, three or four shows I've been at, like every time I see the crowd, like big, big eyes, big teeth, like, cause I'm my dude, my, my character, I'd be honest, my character is like Deadpool and I'm not all there. <laughs> so I have like, I've turned it on and like, now I'm realizing like, yo, bigger, you know, bigger and always be animated. Cause that's, that's what the crowd wants to see from you. And I was like, damn, like, that hit so heavy because I, I didn't even think about it while I was in the ring. And the funny thing was somebody else was in the ring being that person. And I was like, you're talking I, about yeah. Josh Adams. Yeah. <laughs> I love Josh. He, he is absolutely amazing. And um, also Patch was another one that was animated. I'm like, okay, you know, I know sometimes when you're, you're given that, that opportunity, it's actually very overwhelming. Because again, you're in a new company and you're, you're now being put into this, um, this match, this four-way that we're doing um, for that title. And I look at it this way. Some people say, oh, it's a prop. No, it's actually, it's not really a prop because you know what? Those who I feel that deserve it will be wearing it. I'm not into that politi uh, pol political bullcrap where, oh, um, because this person has a huge gathering. I don't care. The reason why I put you in there is because you had heart. You had initiative. You have the balls to do what you do, and that's to entertain those people. And that's why I gave you, I'm giving you that shot to become the first title hold holder for the hwt title no and yeah and, that, and i'm i'm mad and it was funny because like getting like it, it was cool because like getting that small interaction with violence and patch and like seeing like the work they were putting i was like bro just even that 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 three to five minute like just short segment I, and i think too the other part was we had just came off of like talking about, you know, like the thanks to the 9-11 for veterans and first. And so my mindset was still sitting in there and it never clicked. But then like when right. you brought it up to me, I was like, this totally makes a lot of sense. And I was like, duh, like you're in the ring, like be open. <laughs> and then I remember like everybody was like talking and like everybody was talking and I was the only one that was just, I guess like for me, I was still trying to understand like, you know, like the whole scenario. So, but no, I was, I was regardless, my point being, I was, I was very appreciative of the fact that you, you took me to the side and you're like, Hey, listen, <laughs> be more like, be you, like you were just in a match. You were just very open. You're very animated with the fans. And I had a whole, and mind you, those kids in the front row were the best. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm telling you, they were, <laughs> I was listening and I'm like, Oh, Oh my God, they're telling him to like do this. Wow. Oh my God. And again, you can either get the crowd to hate you or you can get the crowd to love you. Either way, 
it's gonna happen mm-hmm. i remember like what one of my favorite things that happened was um <laughs> so i was on a rope and i just remember looking out and i was like help me <laughs> and then like i got drop kicked in the back and like i saw the kids faces they're like oh but they're like yo it was so funny did you see what he said <laughs> and then i was like i genuinely i i that's like my thing and i just genuinely i find like you know i, I learned it from some other 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 guys and they're always telling me like just find that one person that you could connect that you make eye contact with that you just connect with instantly and then just like play to that person because everybody around them will play to what he's doing and i was like right and children are the first ones to do it too because just having them looking at you like oh my gosh he's actually doing you know and a lot of kids you'll actually as you as you progress in the company uh in in the business a lot of children will say i want to be like red dog I want to do what he does. I want to be a champion or I want to do this. And that's one of the most heartwarming things ever is to have a child say, and I've had one, two young ladies come up to me in my entire career and say, you're a badass and I want to be just like you. And I, I was like, did you just say that I'm a badass? And this little girl, she couldn't have been more than eight or nine. She goes, yes, you got your butt kicked, but you made it look so freaking awesome. I'm like, um, thanks, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard to, to really, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I totally get it. I totally get it. I just... Yeah, I've, uh, I I genuinely, that's like one of my favorite things to do is just like, like, it's just fine. Cause you, you know, it's like you just said, like that kid always comes to you and they're always going to want to talk to you. And they just, you just vibe with them instantly. And I, there was, um I don't know if you, if you remember, but if you went back like six or seven rows at the show, there was uh, an older lady and a younger girl that was just sitting in the back and the younger girl, every once, like when I was, like out just like out in the crowd uh she kept doing this like looking to the right because she saw myself just standing there and she kept looking to the right and so finally I just walked right behind and she looked to the right and I wasn't there and she's she just went back to staring and I was on her left <laughs> and so she, oh. started, she, she like jerked back and I was like hi <laughs> and so I like, did not see that but that's actually kind of cute because again she's like oh you know, I'll know which little girl you're actually talking about because she had come up to um, the HWT table mm-hmm. and she goes, that belt is so pretty. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. We try to make our belts look nice. <laughs> and uh, right now we're actually working on our women's title, which I'm excited about because it's a title that I designed. Let's go. Like. I, if I if I say anything else on this show that is gonna, I love women's wrestling. I tell everybody that pays attention. I'm like, women's wrestling sells, and not only does it sell, some of those women out there are like ten times better than some of the dudes that are ever gonna make the ring. I I genuinely like like some of the other promotions that are out and around. Like I promote like some of the biggest matches because I'm like, yo, I just genuinely love watching women's wrestling. I just, I get, it's a better story. Sometimes like certain matches get done. I'm just like, I'm just fully invested in. So I can, 
I'm definitely hyped seeing that there's going to be a women's division and that you've got a women's belt made for it. I'm excited. Well, that's not that's not all, though. We're also going to be having a mixed tag titles as well. So because you have all these other titles. Oh, yeah, we've got the, the, the tag team titles. OK, that's all well and great. But you have to have a mixed title. It's just because if you've got a man and a woman going after it, at, uh, another another male and female, why not show them the same respect and admiration admiration that you do everybody else? You know, I feel, I feel like there might be a good there might be a good you know mixed tag team out there that can compete. Gabby, I know you're listening. <laughs> My camera's not, but I know you're listening. <laughs> you know you know to call anyway <laughs> so normally after matches right or after like a show like wrestlers go and like just grab something to eat and i'm just very curious what's your post-match meal before or after after well it all depends i mean um if i'm cooking something like i did for you guys um i try to have what i cook um if not um if I'm really into it, I like going to Denny's and getting like the big slam or, you know, Wawa and getting something to, from there. It all depends. I mean, what kind of mood I'm actually in, because it depends. If I'm tired, I'm like, no, I'm just going to go home. Screw it. I'm not going to eat. I'm just too tired, you know. I, I'm not going to front. Like if we stop at Denny's, it's a, it's definitely eggs over my hammies. Like that's just what I just have to have it. I don't know why. <laughs> No, see, I like um, the country fried steak and eggs. Oh, yes. <sighs> yes, that, that is my. Mm. That was my go-to when I was like, back in the day when I was in the military, just like drinking all night. Yeah, good, good chicken fried steak with some some runny eggs, like all day. <laughs> like... <laughs> and it's got to have the white gravy. Yes. I had one time it had brown gravy and I was like, what the hell is this shit? <laughs> and the lady goes oh it's gravy I'm like no that's not gravy gravy is white and it has chunks of of um sausage in it or something yes and she goes oh well I'll go see if the cook can do that and I'm like no because I don't want my food coming back with, with spit or something in it no we're good <laughs> we'll yes. it just like this oh like, you have no idea like how many times I tell people like because I'm such a fan of the movie waiting like <laughs> I genuinely do not send my food back ever. It could be, it could be like if I'd be like, oh, I want a, I want a medium rare steak, and the steak comes rare. Guess what's not going back to the back? The steak is staying with me, and I'm going to eat it. <laughs> I'm just gonna go, go through it. And then like, this one time I was in Hawaii, and we're um, we we had uh, lobster and steak, right? And lobster, the lobster was burnt. It was. And uh, like, and I ate it, right? And everybody's like, why didn't you just send it back? I was like, never. And so when the waitress came to me, she's like, how was the food? I was like, oh, the steak was great. Lobster was okay. Everything else was really good too. And she was like, oh. And then she like walked off and she brought her manager over. And she was like, hey, the lobster was okay with him. And he's like, well, what was wrong? I was like, well, it was burnt. And I was like, but it's, you know, it's no big deal. I ate it. It was still delicious. He's like, no, 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 no. We're going to cop it to a salad for you but you know he's like is that fair I was like that's more than fair I was like bro like I would have just paid full price for this anyway <laughs> but right that they did that but I, but everybody's like 
have you ever had burnt lobster before? I was like, had burnt food? <laughs> like, it's the same thing, but... You can still taste anything. it, whether it's burnt. I don't care if it's toast, <laughs> lobster, hamburgers, whatever. Dane it's Cook still... taught me why not to send food back. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny because it's like certain things, it's like, uh, what was it? Um, my, my business partner, um, Dan, and myself... We had actually um, gone out to dinner after we had had a meeting and I had ordered a steak and there was so much fat and gristle on that damn thing. I was like, oh, I could have used it as a rubber band. I was like, that was just foul as, as ever. And the young lady comes over and she goes, and I'm trying to cut this freaking steak through the gristle. And she goes, is there a problem? I'm like, um, just a tiny bit. And she goes, well, and I was like, and I showed her and she goes, oh my gosh, let me get in. Let me, let me, let me send that back. It's like, nope, nope, no, I'll eat what's left. I'll, I'll eat this. It was supposed to be an eight ounce steak. I got four out of that damn steak. And she goes, I am so sorry. She goes, I'll, I'll comp it. And I was like, you do not have to. Yeah. She goes, well, then I'm going to give you a free dessert. I'm like, okay, he can take it home with him. <laughs> and so he was like, go ahead, choose what you want. So he chose something. And he's like, you didn't have to give me that. I was like, it's okay. You can have it. I don't need any any dessert. I was like, the steak was okay. And I asked for medium rare to rare because I like the um, iron and um, the nutrients that come from them being like that right. this stuff was so was so overcooked i'm like no just no no so i'm like very careful what i order anymore yeah yeah no i was i i definitely i can relate i can i can relate <laughs> so i'm very curious like what kind of advice would you give to like up and coming wrestlers again like i told you Listen to your trainers. Do not think you know what uh, everything because you don't. Even with me being in the business for as long as I have been now, I still learn new things. Um, when they tell you to do something, do not back talk. Say, well, that's not how I was taught. Again, not everybody's going to train you the same way. So whoever's training you that day, shut your mouth, listen, and do as you're told. I like it. So you've been around the business for a while. I'm sure you've been in plenty of different locker rooms. And if you are ever the new person, I just want to know one do and one don't of the locker room. I think you got, hold on one second. I think you got muted. Did I? Oh, no, never mind. You're good now. Uh, one thing you need to do, and I don't give a freaking rats ass who you are if you are new to the to any promotion you go and you shake everybody's hand from the person that's putting up the ring to the referees to the vets you are a newcomer you show respect they do not have to show you respect and the only way for you to get respect is by showing respect that is one thing you need to always remember and also another thing, make sure if you're getting in the ring, wipe your freaking feet. 
because that, that that just that irritates me when people i don't care if you if you're the ring announcer wipe your freaking feet it's disrespectful if you don't do it i don't one thing you should not do is be an asshole in any any locker room whether it's somebody like yourself who's just starting out or somebody who has actually been in in the wrestling ring and i've met some big names i've worked with some big names so again never show disrespect to anybody when you're in the locker room always be very kind courteous and respectful i love it i love it and you know what the funny thing is though is that that's just good life lessons like don't be an asshole right you know nobody your likes parents that guy. always tell your parents always tell you if you want somebody to be nice to you you have to be nice to them if you have a problem with somebody i understand that but still be courteous don't be an asshole facts because if the booker sees that you're being an asshole they're not going to want to bring you back and i've been in a lot of locker rooms where there's been a lot of catty crappy shit being said Oh, this person, oh, this person, oh, that, that promotion. I do not allow that shit in my locker room. If you're in my locker room, you will show respect to everybody. I don't care if somebody's spotted wrong. You show them respect. If they talk shit about you outside, I don't care. The minute you walk into my building, you will show respect. If not, this will be your first and only time working with us. Because I will not be able to put, um, oh, did you hear that this this uh, promotion pays this? I don't give a shit, okay? I don't, we don't have a promotion where um, we have a whole lot of money, okay? We do it for the love of what we love to do. We do it for the charities we love to do. I mean, that's who we are. We are trying to make sure that we are all family we're all a family and granted some dysfunction some families are dysfunctional however <laughs> you know you do you know what you did mention like right before we started recording i know guys we have all these cool conversations before we start recording. but you did mention though like the last couple shows that you guys have had were all to uh for charities you know and i uh, just wanted to highlight that because it is very cool to be attached to something like that and then get to talk about it afterwards because you know whether it's that one random person in the crowd or it's you know like you had mentioned earlier breast cancer survivor it's there's so much cool stuff that happens with you guys promo. so i'm very very honored to just be a part of that whole the whole aura because as as a person who's a veteran i just i love giving back and i love being able to help out communities so you know like i said I, i'm so grateful getting to work with you guys a promotion well, again, you were, I'm, I'm glad that Nick brought you in with us because I've known Nick for a few years and he's, he's a really an amazing man, a young man himself. And um, to see who he brought with him was a breath of fresh air because I mean, I've dealt with some cocksuckers in, in the locker room and it's like, my first show was like, okay, um, I'm your boss. You do as I tell you, because I'm paying you to do a certain thing. Um, unfortunately, you'll get 
some guys and girls that are always into for themselves. They're always trying to get into the business for themselves. Okay. Um, I had somebody tell me that they were going to run the way they wanted to, because that's how they were. That's how they portrayed themselves. I don't give a flying shit. If you're a good guy or a bad guy, what other promotion? You're at HWT. If I ask you to wear a tutu with a thong, you better be wearing a tutu with a thong. That's just how it is. I have a specific storyline that I want. And when you screw my storyline, I'm not going to ask you to come back because then you've screwed everything down the road. And I have to redo everything to fix up that screw up. And I don't like to have to do that. I don't like to be that bitch, as I've been told, because I want things to run smoothly. I like it. I like it. So those are all my heavy hitting questions. But Morgan, we got to get into the second best segment of the Three Count Podcast. And people often ask me, well, Red Dog, if this is the second best, what's the first best? It's the Red Dog's power rankings that you can find every Sunday on our debate show. So this is the Three Count Podcast, 10 Count Questions, and here's how it works. I'm going to fire off 10 questions, questions at you rapid fast. Whatever's your answer, that's your answer. All right, let's do this. Right. Good. I like it. The attitude is right there. So we're going to put on imaginary timers for added pressure. Bing. And here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Raw. Favorite color? Purple. Morning bird or night owl? Night owl. Favorite movie? Don't have fun. <gasps> I'm with it. Western or Denver omelet? Western. Favorite type of tea? Earl Grey. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I like Irish tea. Chess or checkers? Chess. Favorite podcast? I would have to say three counts. That's right. We don't even, we don't market this out there. There's no, there's nothing there. There's nothing there that says this. Okay, there's nothing there. Right here, you know. All right. Nominate one person that you want to see on this show. No, well, there's actually a lot that I'd like to see on your show. Um, but I would actually like to see you have Layla Herschel. She is a, a newcomer with a, a AEW. And I actually met her, that young lady, when she was training with um, CZW a few years ago. I love the legit Layla Hirsch. She's so... She's a badass. <laughs> She's she she is literally a dynamite, and and she, for her size, she is not one to mess with. I'm like, oh my god, holy shit! I, I remember when you were starting out. Yeah. I was like, wow. I'm like, I'm so impressed with how how far she's come. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember watching her debut on Dark, and then seeing her on the elevation and then seeing her compete for an opportunity to face Camille for the NWA women's championship. And to see her compete against Camille, I was like, this is awesome. This is one of my favorite things. <laughs> so yes, yeah. I can relate. yes, Layla is that person I would love to have on the show. <laughs> 
But last and la- last question that I love asking every single person that comes on this show, favorite curse word. Fuck. <laughs> That's right. A good F-bomb is what you need in this world. <laughs> uh, sometimes you just, you look at somebody and say, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you know? <laughs> But, well, those are all my questions. So the last thing I need from you, Morgan, is to let our viewers and our listeners know where they can find you. Well, you can actually find me on um, Facebook under Jennifer Lopez. Um, or you can find me on uh, Vampress Magdalena on uh, Instagram. Uh, that was actually my first um, gimmick when I came into the business. I was a a vampire. (laughs) I love it. I love all of it. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it. You guys know what that means. We we got to take it home. We got to go. This is the finish. So that means this is the Three Count Presents Now Entering a Ring. And like I said, I am your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. You can call me your Sherpa, but like every good Sherpa, you got to have a person who's been there done that and can show you a more efficient way up the mountain so it's never about me it's about who's entering the ring and today you see her right next to me very much loves to our guest you see her she is the co-host she's a co-founder she is the booker of hwt hostile wrestling takeover give it up for morgan and you guys know what to do tune into the next episode and be there or you just wait for this episode to end. You wait for that outro. <sighs> you choose another episode to listen to. Peace. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there. Find us at the Three Count underscore pod. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to YouTube.com. Give us a subscribe. Turn the bell on. Turn on notifications. Leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to Anger.fm forward slash the Three Count Podcast. And in there, you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also, one thing I need you to do for me, the Three Count Podcast also has merchandise oh. at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please.